Welcome to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis, and hello to all of you joining us across the 50 great states in the nation. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host and mortgage expert, Joe Garner, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. And if you're on Twitter, you can give us your input at hashtag jogarner, or just shoot us an email at jo at jogarner.com. While we're live January 9th, 2016, you can even call us in the studio by dialing 901-535-9732 and outside the Memphis area at 1-800-474-9732. And today you're in for a little adventure because Tom King and I are suited up with our parachutes and ready for some skydiving into 2016. Our general topic is making the jump into real estate 2016. Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. And during the show today, we're going to share with you some strategies on how some successful real estate investors started from scratch and built real estate portfolios that have set them free financially because they did some things not everyone would do so they can enjoy some things others could only dream of doing. We're going to go over some important steps to take before you take the leap into investing in real estate so that you can land a profit so you don't jump from the plane and forget your parachute. And uh, we're going to cover some tips on restructuring financing after you've made the jump. Tom King is going to be sharing some of his wisdom on properties and estimating their value. Tom King, it is always fun having you in the it's studio. It's good to be here. <laughs> Tom is very a very experienced appraiser and has just received his 40-year Realtor Emeritus Award. Kudos to you, Tom. And uh, he's been an appraiser for over 40 years. He's also a very experienced skydiver and has made thousands of jumps and some base jumps, too. Um, Tom, I was going to ask you, what do you say uh, when people ask you, why would you jump from a perfectly good plane? Well, my standard answer to that, and I've been asked that a bunch of times, is uh, you never saw the planes that we jump out of. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you saw them, you'd only want to make half a trip, too. So anyway, I'm uh, Tom King. I'm a second-generation appraiser. My company's named after my father, uh, Bill King Company. Company, that's easy for me to say. And uh, I do residential appraisals in Tennessee and Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County. So uh, I enjoy doing that. And it's, it's my passion. I love it. Well, and you, you do very well at it. And you also work with investors who want to pay cash for properties that aren't necessarily getting a mortgage. You do business, uh, you do appraisers for estate sales and things like that Estates, as well. Estates, uh, divorce, uh, probate, and just about anything Anything relating to uh, residential real estate. Absolutely. Well, the mortgage rates did a little skydiving. I bet they did. <laughs> this week. More like downward spiral into a two-month So did the low. stock market. Yeah, absolutely. Well, normally when we have a strong uh, jobs report, the prices on mortgages go up, but not this week. Investors are jumping out of the stock market and diving into buying bonds for fear of the fallout that might occur from these significant losses that the global stock prices are taking and the free fall in the uh, oil prices. Uh, investors were buying bonds, and since mortgage rates are tied to that yield on the 10-year bond, 
as the bond yield dropped this week, so did the mortgage rates. We came in yesterday afternoon around um, four, low fours. I had I did have one little upper threes quote of uh, low fours uh, on the conventional 30-year, no points, depending on some factors. Uh, government coming in at the high threes, uh, no points. 15-year coming in the low threes. So it's a really great market on that. And that's just amazing. It it. We always say, you know, with the Fed raising interest rates the other day, and uh, you're saying this is the start of the increase in interest rates, and then the new year comes and the <laughs> stock market bombs, you know, and people rush through those bonds, and that, that lowers the, the rate. So it's uh-huh. it's really a good time to, to uh, buy or sell real estate. Or gold. Yes. <laughs> but, Tom, uh, I love to hear some of your skydiving stories, and um you're such a swashbuckling, adventurous adrenaline seeker. I'm telling you what, with your skydiving, I've actually gotten interested in uh, skydiving since meeting you. And uh, oh, I hear you, a plane coming over now. I do too. <laughs> and uh, you know, you must right be here one, in the studio. <laughs> here he comes. Here comes Tom. You must be one of those people who gets it on the first try because I read somewhere that if at first you don't succeed, skydiving is probably not for you. Yeah, that's- <laughs> that, that's kind of that's kind of right. And as the plane goes off, we, uh, you know, the standard saying is uh, open the door, cut, lock the wheel, and let's get out of here and do some skydiving. So <laughs> let's do it. Well, it's a lot of fun. Well, no one's perfect, and we all make mistakes. So when you make the jump to invest in real estate, um, you want to make sure you have experienced experts on your team to help you avoid some costly pitfalls. Uh, every skydiver knows that to soar safely and enjoy the ride, you need to spend some time preparing for that jump and uh, with a good pilot and a well-packed chute, I might add. Uh, the same principles are true in real estate in the marketplace. As a loan officer, my advice to my clients is for them to know what your, what, know what your comfort level is on a payment, on a house payment. Uh, also know what your comfort level is on an amount you're going to put down before you go out there and start making offers. People tend to crinkle up their nose when I mention a budget, but it doesn't have to be that hard. Uh, call me off the air or email me or come by and see me, and I can show you a really cool way to determine what you really make and how you're really spending it. Uh, then um, then we know where to make uh, make our make make our modifications, but if you can keep the note on your primary residence under twenty eight percent of your gross income, your total debt, uh, including the house note, under forty percent of your gross income, even in the thirty five percent range, you're going to be a whole lot more comfortable paying the note. Even if the because these software uh, systems with underwriting they allow you to go a lot higher than that, but if you really want to stay comfortable, you probably need to stay in that that range. Uh, you can get a lot of information from uh, a good realtor who's used to working with investors. There are clubs and programs where you can get uh, you can get some knowledge from people like Memphis Investor Group is a nonprofit educational based uh, company or here right here in the Memphis area. And you can get uh, more information about them at memphisinvestorsgroup.com. I'm a member of there. I go there. I, there's a lot of knowledgeable people that will share with you. And if you're not out, if you're outside the Memphis area, just Google or Google it or call your real estate association to find a reputable real estate club in your area. But if you want to look at refinancing or purchasing home, comparing special programs, talk with me personally. If you aren't talking to me personally, you're not working with me, and I want to work with you. So call me directly after the after the show, 901-482-0354, or 
are, and that's, again, that number, 901-482-0354, or you can connect with me at jogarner.com. But, Tom, we're talking about make the jump into real estate. Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. Uh, you're a skydiver. You're a real estate appraiser. What do you see these? What do you see that uh, these two topics have in common? Well, I'd say it's uh, preparation more than anything else. You know, when uh, we get ready to make a jump, first we have to pack our parachutes and do all that good stuff and make sure we're, we can uh, be able to make another one with a properly <laughs> packed parachute. And uh, the next thing we do is, uh, you know, we we plan what we want to do in the air. Four or five or six or eight of us, we say, what do we want to do once we jump out of the plane and We'll actually practice 30, 40 minutes for a 60-second uh, uh, skydive. You're your own stuntman. <laughs> free fall. So uh, everyone knows what to do, and that makes them, and everyone knows what they're doing up there, and uh, everyone has a good time. It's, it's, it's really a lot of fun. I tell people that, uh, you know, just falling out of a plane is not exactly what we do. It's kind of like a, a plane, equiv- equivocating a plane golf to uh, stand on the back of a cruise ship and hitting hitting balls into the ocean hitting <laughs> golf balls in the ocean so uh um there's a lot more to skydiving than just uh holding your breath for 60 seconds and pulling a parachute that's where all the fun is and that's that's kind of the way it is in real estate you want to make your plan you want to work, work your plan <laughs> and if the deal works for you today do it today, do it today. That's, right. that's right but you need to have people around you uh that are experienced that um have already uh, they've already made the costly mistakes, and they can keep you from making a costly mistake. That's, that's, that's can't right. Can't say enough and, about that. And sometimes we jump with people that are highly inexperienced, and it, it can uh, it can be deadly at times. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got you got to have people, good people around you in both situations. That's right. Well, we're talking about make the jump into real estate. Don't don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. So we want you to be around the coffee table with us. So give us a call while we're live on the air January 9th, 2016, and that number to call is... 901-535-9732 and outside Memphis, 1-800-474-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, my name is Nancy Bodwin from Auburn, Maine, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now, back to your host, Joe Garner. And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host and mortgage expert, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. And uh, we've got the skydiver, the professional appraiser, real estate appraiser, Tom King, swashbuckling, (laughs) adrenaline-seeking guy over here. And we want to have you around the table with us. And so to do that, you can call us while we're live January night, 2016 at 901-535-9732 and outside Memphis, 1-800-474-9732. Our general topic today is make the jump into real estate. Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. 
But we're going to wait for a moment because we're going to have some fun. We're going to play. Right. We're going to play the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, and uh, the Look Back Trivia uh, Memphis Trivia Contest today is brought to you by our own Tom King, who loves Memphis trivia and is a personal friend of Memphis notable historian Jimmy Ogle. Our uh, Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474 to get the Lawhons. They can help you plan your landscaping, even if you're on a budget or if you want to go for that big, big project. The Lawhons are the ones to call. They're giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to the uh, trivia question, Call us on the air at 901-535-9732. And, uh, Tom, what's our trivia question? All right, this is going to be a tough one, a real tough one, but it goes way back in my memories. Uh, Who made the first legal base jump in the United States and where? Ooh, I think I need some hints on that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we might not... Let's, let's see what happens right now. But uh, anyway, I don't know if we have that many hints or not. But uh, uh, let's say it was in the southern part of the United States. <laughs> well, I would think, let's see, look back Memphis trivia contest. I would cons- I would think that maybe it was somewhere in Memphis, but where in Memphis? It, that could be. That could could be. be. He's could got be. He's, he's got that look in his eye like he's not going to give us any hints. But say the question again. Who made the first legal base jump in the United States and where? In what, what, what specific we've already, place? We've already given away yeah, what specific place. Yeah, but what specific place is it? You can Google that and give us a call at 901. Oh, don't tell them to do that. <laughs> They're supposed you, to know. I know it. I, what would we do without Google? I know. But um, I wanted to ask you something, by the way, before we get off the trivia contest. What's a base jumper? A base jumper, it, it's as... Simple as it is complicated, BASE is an acronym for Building Antenna Span, which is a bridge, and Earth. And to become a certified BASE jumper, you have to make successful jumps from each of those four structures. Wow. So you have to jump off a building. Uh, I knew uh, you had Superman do, in your jeans. <laughs> jump off a, uh, an antenna and uh, jump off a, a bridge and run off a cliff. And that's all, that's all it takes. And believe it or not, some people do it all in one day. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Well, Tom, I'm glad you're still here with us. <laughs> that's right. But um, I don't do that anymore. We are actually up here dressed up and suited up in our skydiving gear. If you want to see a picture of us, you can go to Joe Garner Mortgage Consultant later today. Uh, Facebook, that's my Facebook page. And uh, later you can see it on jogarner.com. But I've got some appraisal questions for you. You know, right. in this podcast, <clears throat> we are going to cover some um, wisdom. We're going to try to get some of the wisdom from you on um, estimating value, Tom, because a lot of the preparation part of buying real estate is knowing the value on that real estate or knowing how to how to help the value uh, get a little bit higher. But if um, let me ask you this, because this question comes up a lot. If I'm out looking for houses to buy for my residents or to buy or uh, to rent out to tenants, what are some of the repair items that an appraiser will likely require to be fixed before I close on that loan? Well, typically it's going to be a major rotted wood, especially if the house was built before 1978. That's the date of the end of lead-based paint. So uh, even if it's the house has been painted a 
you know, 20 times since 1978. If it was built before 1978, there's a chance of lead-based paint. Uh, uh, we look at the roof, uh, structures like that. I, I did a repair inspection yesterday where when I went in, the a lot of the tile in the bathroom had uh, uh, literally come off. And it's mm-hmm. not uncommon to see a little duct tape and plastic where it, <laughs> where it used to be. And uh, we take a picture of that and say, hey, here's what it looks like. And the mortgage company will come back and say, hey, you need to uh, need to get that fixed. You like know? broken tile or missing broken tile, tile I mean, chipped just, paint, peeling paint. That's right. That's right. And, you know, you had mentioned on another show that if you're removing paint from a house that was built prior to 1978, You've got to clean up those paint chips. That's right. That's right. The FHA requires that because, uh, <laughs> you know, just because they're on the ground doesn't mean a, a little kid can uh, start eating them. And from what I've learned about uh, lead-based paint in seminars is that I've never eaten one, but they say it's got a nice little flavor to it. So they, Really? Yeah, it kind of tastes like a potato chip. So uh, uh, that's and it, and it contains lead, and that's not a, not not a good, good thing. thing for a— for a toddler to eat. Well, another thing that um, I uh, actually, for my personal team and I, we, we have a little brochure that we did on our own for our clients exclusively that kind of gives you a heads up to what to look for. And one of the things that we see a lot when appraisals come back is that appraiser will require, if there's rotted wood on the house, that that has to be corrected because that, that's not a good thing. Rotted wood has to be replaced and repainted to the same color. Um, another one is uh, systems that don't work, like plumbing. <clears throat> if the plumbing, uh, like, for instance, the, they're replacing the toilet, but they hadn't gotten around to actually putting the toilet in there, or plumbing that doesn't work, electrical that doesn't work, missing light fixtures. Things like, yes. And, and also I had one, uh, um, an agent call me up, and so we're doing an FHA foreclosure, and light, gas, and water would not turn on the uh, water because there was a plumbing problem. Can you do the inspection? I said, yeah, I can do the inspection, but you're going to have to have the water on this. I don't, you know, the appraiser has to make these uh, requirements, and they don't really care how the water turn gets turned on or the heat. Sometimes the, the heat could have a problem, and like gas or water won't turn on the gas. So um, those things have to be done. You know, leaky roofs, sometimes the leak has actually been fixed, but because there's a stain up there, the appraiser will sometimes ask that there be a roof certification by a licensed roofer because they want to make sure that, that the roof is not actively leaking now. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And a lot of time that uh, uh, water will get in between the fireplace and the uh, roof, you know, the flashing and things like that, or around a, uh, a vent pipe or things. In, any Water can get in anywhere. That's the bottom line. You know, and in the, uh, we're, we're, of course, we broadcast out of Memphis. We're from Memphis, but in a lot of areas of the country where the air conditioner is in place and sits outside, those things get stolen. That's right. And one of the interesting things that we've seen happen is that on foreclosure properties where the contract will preclude or will prevent the buyer from going in and making any modifications to the home until after they close, a lot of lenders will allow that person to um, get the uh, go ahead and close and have the uh, HVAC fixed or replaced the day after closing and have a certified person say, okay, it's working now. Uh, typically, that doesn't happen on houses that are not uh, foreclosures. Some cases it will, but very most of the time it's on foreclosed properties that you get to do that because they're afraid that 
once you replace the HVAC and uh, overnight, this thing's going to get stolen before you close, which is unfortunate. <laughs> That's right. I've also done uh, repair inspections where you know, I, d- I make the repair inspection at 10.15 and they close at 10.30. But, you know, <laughs> I said, it's there, it's there, you can close. So. Right. Well, and there are some... And sec- take a picture to prove it, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and, and there's some security companies that, uh, for people who have rental property, a lot of rental property that may not be able to have, they may need to go ahead and get the HVAC in a couple of days early before closing because they have a lot of properties. There's security companies that have the cage and some other things that they can do to... to um, try to keep that HVAC system in place. That's right. And the typical thief is going to go for an easier target if it's exactly. in a cage. Exactly. But those are the kind of things that uh, we see required before closing. Uh, and there are escrow for repair situations where we've been able to help people out. They say, you know, we absolutely can't do this repair before closing because of this, that, or the other thing. We've been able to work it out with the sellers or work it out where the, those things can be done after closing and money put into escrow at closing to take care of them. Uh, but um, yeah, well, Then the appraiser is, wants to work with the mortgage company and uh, do the very best that we can to make the, make the transaction work. And most appraisers are uh, know that you know, uh, someone's life is on the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not life, but you know, their house and you know, moving vans are coming and all that. So we, we try to work with people as, mm-hmm. as much as possible. There are solutions for that. So if you're in that situation or know someone in that situation, give us a call. There are solutions to fix it. And in cases where there are just a ton of repairs, um, I have not one but two renovation and repair loans that can uh, pull you out on that and uh, help you get closed out uh, easily and smoothly. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage officer, and we're talking with Tom King, appraiser. We're talking about Make the Jump into Real Estate 2010. Don't wait to buy real estate. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm way back behind. (laughs) (laughs) 2016. You know what? I'm glad you're sitting across the table. Well, we did uh, have our flashback Memphis trivia. Yes, we did. I guess that's what you were talking about. (laughs) But (laughs) give us a call on the air, 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. I'm Mary Lou Novak from Home Helpers in Memphis and the Mid-South area, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. I went skydiving, I went Rocky Mountain climbing, I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named Blue Manchu. And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host and mortgage expert. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Uh, you can find me at Evolve Bank and Trust. And if you're on Twitter, you can give us your input at hashtag jogarner. We're also talking with Tom King, who is a very experienced appraiser and a very experienced skydiver. Our general topic today is make the jump into real estate 2016. Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. There you go. There you go. So you can uh, join us around the table. Uh, We're all dressed up in our skydiving gear, ready to take a jump. So uh, join us. And you can do that by calling us while we're live January 9th, 2016 at 901-535-9732. And Joe, I got a question for you. 
What about uh, talking about some of the successful plans you've seen uh, real estate investors use when they've jumped out into the building of their uh, real estate portfolio and trying to make it in real estate? Well, you know, that's a good question. That was one of the things we're covering on our show today. But um, I can think of two real estate investors in my career that I've worked with who started out in their home buying years buying a home to live in and a year later using that house as rental and buying a different home and moving into it and doing the same thing every single year. It was a husband and wife team. The wife was a realtor and her husband was a builder. And uh, then once they built up income and more money, then they bought more rental property and just stayed in the house that they liked the best so they didn't have to move every year. But I asked uh, ask him one time I said, uh, how they did a move every single year, and she laughed and said, we just never unpack. <laughs> we, uh, we don't accumulate stuff that has to be packed. But um, she said she always made sure she could enjoy her rocking chair by the fireplace and on the front porch. Well, that's right. <laughs> If you go in attics of people that move constantly, they're they're the cleanest attics in the world. They're not like mine. (laughs) That's exactly right. Well, the other investor I still work with today started out in the military. And every time he was stationed somewhere, he bought a house. And and when he moved, he kept it for rental. Now he owns over a dozen income-producing properties. But you don't have to be a realtor or a soldier to do this plan. You just have to be willing to move often. That's right. <laughs> and that's plan one. And another plan that uh, I call it plan two, I look at it, uh, and I enjoy my investors, because uh, my clients, because I get to work with them, you know, um, regularly. I get to see them regularly. But plan two, this is another one that I see investors do that bring them a great deal of success. Have a steady paying job with a uh, good income, you know, enough to qualify for your current home and make a payment on your first rental property because you may not be able to use that rental income on that first property since you don't have a history on it. But uh, have a healthy credit line in place to use in case you're out looking at houses and you decide to pick one up at a really, really super good deal that you have to pay cash for, fix it up, and you might want to resell that one right away. So use a credit line for that. Uh, pocket your profit and use the rest to pay off that credit line once you resell that house so you can be ready to do the next deal. You use the credit line like a launching pad, and then you pay it off and use it again and over and over again when you find these quick deals that you're just going to buy and fix up and resell. Uh, That's something that I've seen done. And if you're serious about jumping out in 2016 and you're serious about starting to build your real estate portfolio, you want to be able to buy the properties and not resell them, but keep them for rentals as much as you can at enough of a bargain that you have a healthy, positive cash flow up right up front. You don't have to wait for that. You wouldn't buy a business that was going to lose you money, so you don't want to buy a rental property where you're losing money. You want to buy it where you're making a positive cash flow right off the bat. Um, a second strategy to use occasionally, you know, have that, of course, have that credit line in place. So now you've got... Um, the credit line to buy the fast ones where you buy, fix up, and resell. And then you've got uh, your other rentals that you're going to keep and, and build up uh, with positive cash flows. Here's another one. <clears throat> Actually, Tom, there's so many, I don't even have time to cover them. But I've seen these investors start from scratch. It sounds and just, like they need to call you. <laughs> yeah, they do. Because everybody's different. But um, here, investors I've worked with who have made a really good profit from their real estate buying what, you know, whether they're wholesalers who just buy at a large discount or rehabbers who buy at wholesale and then fix it up and resell immediately to other investors, or I've got real estate investors who slowly over time just acquire their real estate 
homes. Uh, most of the successful ones I know have surrounded themselves, though, with these knowledgeable experts who help them, you know, develop some best practices and avoid those costly mistakes. Some people call them seminars. When you take a seminar, that's from that's the school right. of hard knocks. That's right. You don't want to have to take too many seminars. <laughs> but make sure the people you're working with are reputable and experienced people like, like your realtor, your mortgage professional. I'd like to sign up for the job for the mortgage professional. Uh, appraisers like you, Tom, home inspectors, title companies, and on and on. But check their Better Business Bureau rating. I mean, that's so important to work with people who are, who are uh, reputable. That's right. That's right. There's there's no uh, there's no substitute for experience and honesty. Well, and it's, and experience is something you have. And and I uh, I will tell you guys out there that Tom has helped so many of our listeners who've called and said, "Listen, I'm paying cash for a property." This is a big investment for me. I really kind of want to know a, a, a little bit more about the value on this property. Or and, and Tom, you've been able to help them out. That's right. And you know, it's it's sad. I, I look at the uh, sales <clears throat> constantly, um, all day long, uh, practically. But uh, you see where an investor paid uh, a certain amount for a house. They kept it for two years, and probably see a, a loss on that after two or three years of 30 40 50 percent or sometimes even more unfortunately so and it's all because probably they didn't uh do their homework on the front end mm-hmm. right they didn't and i know one guy right off the bat i know you saved him like probably 20 grand or more because he just called you and he said hey i'm paying this for this property i know nothing about this neighborhood and you were able to look in the record and that's right that's right and i tell people you know it's really strange that uh Someone would uh, probably spend three or four hundred dollars fix uh, getting a mechanic to look at a car. They're going to pay ten to fifteen thousand dollars for, but uh, they'll they'll buy a house sight unseen in a, in a part of the country where they know nothing about it. Um, so it's it's just incredible. I, I know? know it well. You know, and a lot of real uh, real estate investors I know they're on the fly. They're busy. Um, before they even want to even go out and look at a house, they kind of want to have an idea in their mind of what a house is worth, and uh, that's on the fly. So what are some tools that a prospective home buyer can use to uh, do a preliminary ballpark guess on the value of a home before they really get serious about it? Uh, how can they determine market rents for the area? What, what are some tools that they can do? Well, you can uh, contact an appraiser. Uh, I'd be happy to talk to you at 901-487-6989. Or talk to a real estate agent. You know, in the uh, uh, Memphis Area Association of Realtors, there's a, a rental area where you can uh, pull up an area and, and see what properties have been offered for rent mm-hmm. and, and properties that have been rented. And that gives you a real good mm-hmm. indication of that. Um, but contact a, a disinterested third party is, is the best advice I can right. I can say. And there are a lot of good real estate agents out there, and just about everyone knows a real estate agent in <laughs> one area or another and say, hey, here's what I'm doing. And it shouldn't take long to uh, look at that mm-hmm. and kind of give someone an idea, uh, possibly over the phone. You're not appraising the house over the phone, but you're just saying here's what the market is and uh, – Here's here's what's happening in this area. That's that's good advice, and I and know. they can give a history of the property too, when it sold last, and you know when it was on the market, and that that can be done fairly easily. You know, we don't <clears throat> we don't want to depend and hang our hat on on a electronic device like Zillow, but a lot of people will go to Zillow.com. They'll look it up. 
uh, there there is some really good information in there, like when the property was last sold and what for, some tax information in there. Uh, where there's smoke, there's fire in a lot of cases. Uh, in the subdivision areas, I have found that the Zillow, if it's a cookie-cutter type uh, situation, the Zillow is usually, I mean, they're pretty close, but in some instances where the property is not, all the properties aren't exactly the same or a very different, uh, you may find some discrepancies with, with Zillow.com. Right. And I, I call them uh, funny money sales. And yep. Where uh, it'll, it'll, I've seen a house literally transfer three times in a day and it'll wake up in the morning at 20000 and go to bed that night at sixty. That $60,000 sale is probably not right, but someone someone got burned. Right. Well, a good resource, if you've got a realtor or two that are very experienced, you trust, uh, calling them, like Tom said, <clears throat> they have a lot of information on what's going on in the background in that subdivision from their uh, Memphis Area Association of Realtors database, or if you're in another city, you have a real estate association more than likely with that kind of data that the realtor can tap very quickly for you and usually for free. So a free is good. Free and is good. <laughs> doing your background uh, work on what's going on with that neighborhood, uh, what are the vectors on it, where the value's going, uh, is a good thing to to know even before you go out and look at the property. That's right. And I, believe it or not, I get a lot of calls from uh, real estate agents that say, hey, Tom, I, you know, here's here's what I'm getting ready to do in this area. And they've been around forever, and they call someone that's been around forever in the day, I guess. So, uh, I'm happy to talk to real estate agents. And how do they call you, Tom? 901-487-6989. All right. Well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage expert. And you can reach me off the air at 901-482-0354. Or you can hit me up at uh, jogarner.com. I, I'm happy to give you any information I can uh, we're talking about make the jump into real estate 2016. Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. So we want to have you on the air with us. Give us a call at 901-535-9732. See you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Clint Cooper with the Redeemers Group in Germantown, Tennessee, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, uh, mortgage expert, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. And uh, we're talking with Tom King, who is an experienced appraiser and uh, also an experienced skydiver. And today we're talking about make the jump into real estate 2016. Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. Good uh, yeah, we'd love to talk to you. Give us a call on the air at 901-535-9732. You know, Tom, we did not, you stumped the chump out there. We did not get an answer to our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And uh, can you give the question and the answer? That's right. And no winners today. I didn't think there would be. But who made the first legal base jump in the United States and where? His name was Carl Banish. And the location was the first Tennessee bank building downtown for the Cotton Carnival. And that was in the early 1980s. I don't have the exact date, but I know I know it happened. And uh, he made the first base jump and later... He jumped off the top of the building. That's right. That's right. He jumped off the building for the Cotton Carnival. 
and uh, he later jumped off a cliff in Norway. I think it was Trofflegen Cliff in Norway, very and good. and was uh, killed. And the very next day, his wife jumped off the same mountain uh, to show it was okay and all that kind of stuff. Fearless. But, but she uh, <laughs> she jumped off the same mountain from a different spot and made a base jump the day after her husband, Carl, died. Her well, I tell you Jean what, those, those skydivers are just fearless, aren't they? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, going back to our topic, you know, we, we are covering, um, we had covered already about successful game plans that I've seen real estate investors make when they started from scratch and just became very successful income-producing people, financially free nowadays. And we covered some of those. If you hadn't heard that, you can listen to the podcast at jogarner.com. And, uh, Tom, you've covered some ways to estimate value, educated uh, preliminary guess on values, and we've covered uh, some preliminary things you need to do before jumping into real estate but um, one more thing I want you to cover real quick today, Tom, before we go off the air. What are some, uh, what type of improvements or modifications to a home add the most value? If someone were going to buy a house and make some modifications, what should they do to add the most value? Well, that's the, the question that's been asked a bunch, even on this uh, airways. And uh, my standard answer is kitchen and baths. If I had to prioritize, I'd say fix up the kitchen first. And uh, I went in a house for an estate and uh the kitchen counters were 1957. Uh, the bath was 1957. The wallpaper was 1957. And we say it, was, it was. It was. It uh, was. Uh, you know. It was peeling off, and you know, someone put a, a hot hot pan on the formica and burned that, and all that stuff. And the p- typical buyer is going to discount that much more than the cost to fix it. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's best to. Go on and probably change those countertops out. If you could put granite in, that's a, a, a good thing to do. And and get those repairs done. And this man called me up and says, are you sure about that value? And I said, well, sir, it's going to take, you know, twenty or $30,000 to fix that house up to get it into the condition of the other ones. And uh, your house just didn't that way. Well, I tell you what, let's take a moment and let's do the real estate tip. Of tip the of the week. The week. I have a real estate tip of the week. If you're a real estate investor out there, or you're about to be, and you're going to either pay cash for the house, and that's money that's your own money, not a gift, or you have uh, you're using a credit line or some type of um, loan that is not secured on that real estate that you're buying, you're going to pay cash for the house, maybe fix it up or whatever. You can. You don't have to wait six months to a year to get your money back. You can call me at 901-482-0354. I have a niche little product that I use for real estate investors. I use it all the time. Uh, We can refinance that house right away, get your money back. Um, So um, there's restrictions on that. And a good part of that is keep track of your expenses, take before pictures, and take after pictures to to document what you have done. Good advice from an expert appraiser. I've got some quick announcements. Uh, This Wednesday, January 13th, 2016, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., we're going we're gonna to present editor and professional writer Bradley Harris on Structure, Integrity, Certainty, Knowledge, The Power of the Well-Written Employee Handbook. Uh, Bradley Harris, good book at gmail.com. Talk Shop offers uh, networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. We meet every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. at University of Phoenix in Memphis. Um, 
For more information about Talk Shop, you can go to talkshop.com. That's talk, S-H-O-P-P-E dot com. And Talk Shop is free for the next two months, thanks to our many sponsors and advertisers. One of them is uh, Gwen Christensen of Builders Floors and Interiors. That's buildersfloorsandinteriors.com. I want to thank uh, Sauce Marketing, our webmaster on jogarner.com. And for this podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop and more, you can go to jogarner.com. Call me and let's make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, do it today. And from our quote corner, I've got a quote from our very own Tom King. If someone tells you that you can't make a skydiving jump without a parachute, they're wrong. Uh... <laughs> you can always make one the parachute just allows you to make another one <laughs> that's our quote from tom here's another one from the quote corner uh let's see here's here's, oh, here's a good one if at first you don't succeed yes skydiving is probably not for you <laughs> that's right and a quote from uh, our trivia uh, answer carl banish he said to know all that is possible you must attempt the impossible oh i love that well you guys um we have we've had a great time with you on real estate mortgage shop today i if you want to know more about our topic we had so much to cover today tom we just didn't even get a chance to cover all of it i know but it's been fun it has been fun um if you're interested in jumping off just to buy your your primary residence a vacation home or start buying rental property I would love to talk with you, no matter where you are in the nation. Uh, I do business everywhere. Call me, 901-482-0354, or email me j- uh, at uh, jo at jogarner.com. And how do we reach you, Tom? 901-487-6989. We'll see you guys back next Saturday. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.